the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. This is the Sue Freeze Show, the pursuit of passion, purpose, and connection. Now, here's Sue Freeze. Thank you so much for joining the Sue Freeze Show, and I am so humbled, and I just feel so blessed to be with you today. And I feel so blessed today, and it's kind of emotional because I have some special people sitting next to me today. I'm not by myself with God and the producer. I I have some guests with me today, and they're surprise guests because I had no idea they were going to come in. And the topic today is how God changes us, and it's interesting, but really not, that um, the title's going to stay the same, but uh, what I had prepared is definitely not what we're going to be talking about. And you know, it, it's amazing, but God has a much better plan than we do. We just kind of let, we got to let him take over when, when he wants to. And we have to be aware and just allow that to happen. And so right now, that's what I'm going to do. So I want to introduce my guests, and they're very special to me, both of them, for different reasons, but they're very special, and they've played a role in my life. And one is Melody Rossi. And Melody Rossi, I don't have her bio with me right now, but she's an amazing singer. But... um we, we've, I had her on the show, my first show, those of you that have followed me any length of time, this is almost my 10-year anniversary of being on the radio. Melody, can you believe that? I cannot believe that. 10 Congratulations. Years. Oh, yeah. Amazing. I, who would have thought? Correct? Anyway, so Melody, I said, Melody, can you please go on the radio with me? Because I don't know what I'm doing. I'm supposed to do this. And would you be kind enough to just be there with me? And she was. And she was awesome, as she always is awesome. And then a year later, for my one-year anniversary, I asked Melody to come back. And she did. Graciously, she came back again. And here we are. Years and years later, and here she's sitting next to me again, and I'm so happy. And now we've got an extension of Melody with uh, Joey, and Joey uh, Metcalf, I was just, uh, I just witnessed their wedding, and we'll go into that further, and it was an amazing, amazing occasion. You know, weddings are wonderful anyway, but this was a very special wedding. It touched me so deep. Uh, I just, uh, you know, it was life-changing for me. And I go to weddings, but this was an, a special, special wedding, and... Uh, yeah, we'll talk more about that. So anyway, just thank you so much for joining the Sue Free Show. And it's no coincidence that you're on this radio with me right now. And uh, it's going to be a great show. I have no idea what to expect here, but we're just going to go for it. So we know that the, the topic is how does God change us? And so, Melody, I just want you to, if you could start out and just talk about, you know, our friendship and, you know, like maybe how, you know, how we began and, you know, just how life has changed us and moved forward with God in the center. Right. So, yes. Well, it's it's really great to be here. And we met first at Convene, which is a Christian uh, CEO coaching group. Yes. And we used to come together every single month, month. for a whole day. And mm-hmm. there were about 12 of us mm-hmm. and we would gather around and um, you were running Nicola and I was running Cloud and Fire and everybody there was running some sort of a business or a ministry. Mm-hmm. And we would talk about what was going on 
kind of a safe place to talk through things and and get input and find out scriptural principles about what to do if we had you know trouble in Tahiti and and <laughs> I think that was a really good bonding place for us there was, was a lot of wisdom flowing around that table when we would gather yes. a lot of uh, really good people of integrity and we we got a lot of coaching and encouragement and and you know good advice on what to do as leaders of organizations right, right? and so we became buddies there and then yeah. you know in the in the radio studio too and now you're branching out into all kinds of ministry and you've been a supporter of cloud and fire and yes uh you've you've just seen us grow too yep Absolutely. And so we've known each other more than 10 years because you went on the radio with me, but I knew you before that. So we've known each other for quite a long time. Yeah, we have. Yes. And, and, and I love what God is doing I love in your what God show is doing. And, and, and all the things that you have your hands on. Yeah, it is exciting. You know, it's exciting and it's so much more than we can even grasp. I, and when we would just ask God, what do you want me to do? What do you want me to do? And he he lets you know, and then yeah. you just have to be a faithful servant and, and do what he's asking. Yeah, and now you've really blessed our family, too. Yes, yeah, so you want to talk about that? Yeah, well, okay. Joey here is my son, and um, he was working at Cloud and Fire, and then we really downshifted at Cloud and Fire and disbanded some of our programs. And so we were talking about some of the, the work options for him, and he came and worked at E. Cola, and that's been tremendous. Yes. And he's been such an asset and just his spirit and the way he's touching people every day. He just has this, this God thing that, you know, we all need to be the light in the darkness. And Joey has no trouble speaking about God, talking about God, talking about his faith and not only talking about it, but his actions just by his actions, his smile will warm up a room. Uh, For those of you that can't see it, just believe me, it's, it's a, a very warm, kind spirit that Joey has. And so uh, witnessing his, his union with his lovely redheaded wife was uh, just really a special day. And I was so glad that I was able to be there and be part of it. It was really special. I just have to throw in a, another mom thing, though. He, and he's also a youth pastor. So yes. it's great that E. Cola gives him a chance to have that flexibility. Yes. And I think just for the listeners out there that can't see us through Facebook, maybe we should describe what I look like Okay. My my last name can be a little deceiving. Yes. Okay. Right? Why don't you do that? So um, I, for those of you that give don't your know, history, give your history. I will. I will. Okay. I am adopted by Melody Rossi and Pride Metcalf. I'm actually a Hispanic young man. And handsome, handsome. I must add. Thank you. Thank yes. you. And I think, <laughs> on, just to, to just bring it back to topic, I think that God used Melody Rossi and Pride Metcalf to be a catalyst for God in changing my life. Right. And now I get a feeling that Sue Freeze is going to mentor me and to also kind of be a catalyst for God to change my life once again. Mm-hmm. Would you help me share my story? Sure. So uh, let's just start at the cloud and fire part. Uh, Joey, you came into cloud and fire as one of our students in our charter school. And, um, you know, a lot of our students have issues with, uh, you know, family backgrounds that are less than ideal. Let's just say that. And you, you have had some trouble in your past and your, your mom is actually living, your bio mom is living in Mexico and you haven't seen her for a number of years. And there, there were some hard memories there and we just had a bond, didn't we? And there were some things going on in your neighborhood and, 
in in your life that you wanted to get away from and and um sue god was working in him and you've you've seen how that happens when god starts to work in a life we don't want to be around the things that we used to want to be around and so joey would would come and he'd he'd show up at our house the most you know, strange times like 11 o'clock at night on a Saturday. And he'd say, everybody's out there partying. I want to be around that. So he, he started by just coming into our house and, um, it becoming a safe haven, like an extension of our work at cloud and fire. And you were a student there learning construction and going through high school. And, um, we just sensed that God was creating a different bond between my husband, myself, and Joey. And so eventually he came to live with us. And then later on, he, we adopted him. And it's it, I would have to say that it's kind of like God put us together. Um, not kind of, but God clearly put us together. Because in a lot of ways, our personalities are very similar. If people didn't know that you were adopted and they didn't look at you because we don't really look alike, although we think we look alike. Uh, Both have dark hair. Yeah, that's right. That's about it. That's (laughs) as far as as it goes. We have big smiles. Yes, big. But I think our personalities are alike. And I remember, you know, you were talking about how does God change us? Mm -hmm. Sue, I remember when I was going through issues of infertility. Yes, I remember this too. And you talked about it on my show a long, long time ago. You guys could go back to the podcast, SueFreeze.com, and you could listen to Melody Rossi when she was talking about her life and how she went through. She's a wonderful singer, and uh, she went through. You could talk about that. And then she became to where she understood that she could not have babies, and that was one of her big dreams is to have children. And now years and years and years later, look at how God has... has, um, fixed that for Melanie. It's yeah. really special. And the, I'm the, sure there's more to that. But. Well, I just want to share this one thing because we could talk about this all day, but you know, when you're in the middle of, of something, whatever it is, if it's a breakup of a relationship, if it's a, it's any kind of loss or heartache, you don't know the end of the story, but God knows the end of the story. Yes. So I remember going through the heartache of of infertility and saying, Lord, why are you not giving me children? You know, is there something wrong with me? Um, have you shut out my prayers? And at the same time, Joey, who was just a few miles away from where I was praying those prayers was praying, Lord, why, why can't I be with a mom who's showing love to me? And God was hearing both of those prayers simultaneously. And he was really orchestrating a different plan for both of us. We didn't know about it, but he brought it to fruition. And when you're in the darkness, you just, that's all you see is darkness. But God is on the other end saying, you know, just hold on, be still and know that I am God. Mm. And, and he's going to bring it to pass in his own time. And that's what we've seen. And you know, my heart is filled with love. And, you know, we've just been through so much. And w- when we went to adoption court, you know, I could hardly speak because the judge says, do you love this boy? I'm like, yeah, you know, could hardly speak. So God knows what he's doing. And he has a great plan for all of us. That's so encouraging to those listening, because, you know, not ev- not everything happens the way we think it's going to. But he has a much better plan for our lives and we just have to be faithful and pay attention to to what's going on. And I can remember at Convene when you were just, you just met Joey, you just came into your program. 
the build program, you know, the construction, yeah. and how you were talking and you were you were just in awe of Joey and his personality at his young age, at taking charge and kind of uh, learning how to manage and direct people and and all this. And you would just talk about him a lot. And then when you said something about adopting, I'm like, wow, that's really amazing. And I'm like, where did that come from? You know, because it was just really out there. And and it's like it was so cool because knowing Melody's heart and Melling and knowing Melody's hurt and and emptiness that she felt because she couldn't do what she was always dreaming about being and having that to have God just fulfill that in such a special way because Joey is no he's just a special guy and he is and uh I'm just so thankful you are working for me Joey and and probably, jo- probably working for you oh I just thank you so much um and this just comes at a really wonderful time because there's a lot of struggles I'm facing right now. And to have this here right now, it just, it's impacting me in such a strong way. You have no idea. And, and, you know, that'll be a story for another day. You know, it's when God takes a mess and makes a message, right? Ooh, yeah. 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 That's good. And, and another thing that I've learned this last weekend, and this is really good. And I just want to share it with you is sometimes good has to leave in order for great to appear. Mm. And just yeah. think about that for a second. I had to ruminate. I, I, I just, I, I, I had to really just stay there for a minute. I wrote it down on the paper, and then I had to keep saying it over and over and over again, because that's what's happening. Sometimes we have to be pruned. Sometimes, you know, yeah. things have to get cut off or leave in order for something better to happen. And that's what's going to happen right now. That's what I believe is God is doing in in our lives right now. So I'm very excited about that. It's very exciting. And yes, I'm very glad you're here. And, and you know, another part of the story is that Joey was with me and then he decided to take another position. And I was like, what? What are you doing? And we had an exit interview, which was the longest exit interview I had ever had. And it was because Joey had all of this information to feed me because he still cared. As he was walking out the door, he still had a heart for the company, still had a heart for uh, me. And he wanted to make sure that whatever he had discovered that I was going to make the corrections. And so I had a tablet out and I was writing everything he was saying. And I said, are you sure you don't want to stay? Cause you could help me fix this. And he says, no, I really believe this is, you know, where God wants me to go. And I'm like, Oh, I wanted to like tie him up and, you know, hold him there. But you know, we have to let, let people go when they make choices like that. And it was a good thing because out of the blue, he just contacted me again and said, I think I would like to come back to a colon. And you don't know this, but I was jumping up and down when I got that, that text. I was so excited. I really was excited um, to have you back because you're exactly what I want to have. The culture, the spirit, everything is exactly what we want. So to having you there, you're, you're that soldier, you're that, that knight, you know, that's going to the ambassador that's going to go through and make things happen. So I'm very excited about that. No pressure, Joey, no pressure, Joey, but yes. So I'm excited about that. It's so surprising to be talking on the radio with two very strong, beautiful lady leaders. Thank you. Um, And to be honest, I can't believe one that I married the woman that I married because (laughs) amazing melody and pride through God's grace. were able to transform a little street kid to someone that like, is someone that you're proud of to have in your company. And that's very like opposite of what I thought I would grow up to be. Mm. So it's just really nice to hear those feedback, that feedback from you because God does amazing things. Yes, he does. He does. God is so good. God is so good. Yeah. Yeah. So listeners out there, what advice would you give them? You know, every single listener out here is going through something. They're either in the high of the highs or the lows and the lows or in the middle and wondering what's happening next. 
Okay. Cause that's how life is. You know, life is a bunch of change. There's change happening all the time. And we are called to change too. We need to uh, evaluate ourselves, search me and know me, oh God, if there's an evil way, you know, you want it out of there. I, at least I know for, for sure me, and I know you too, too, also. Uh, so what would you, what, what, what information or what advice would you give the listeners that are listening right now? I think the the most important thing is we have to have, I mean, we talk about this all the time as Christians, but we really have to have faith. We have to have trust that God is who he says he is. Because I think a lot of times we don't trust his goodness. We think he's going to give us something bad. Well, what does he say? If you ask for bread, am I going to give you a stone? Mm-hmm. You, no, he he is going to give us good things and good people and a good outcome. But when we're facing the storm, that's all we can see. And we, we have to just keep trusting that he is going to turn it all around. It may not be like you said, it may not be what we expected or the direction that we wanted it to go, but it will be better. It will be safer. It will be wiser. It will be more solid and it will have more fruit to it because it was God's way and Mm -hmm. not our way. True. And I just want to say, she said, ask, right? We are choice. God gives us freedom of choice and he tells us to ask him, ask him and he won't give us a stone. He won't, but we have to ask. And I think some of us are afraid to ask or feel we're unworthy to receive what God has for us. And that's a lie from the devil. And I'm just telling you right now, please don't listen to that. If you have unforgiveness in your heart, you need to forgive. He calls us to forgiveness, you know, and, and if you don't have that, it's going to cause bitterness inside your heart. So you want to, you want to release that. You're not release. You're not holding anybody else in prison, but yourself when you don't forgive. And sometimes it has to be a mental choice. It's not a heartfelt notion we've got to choose first and then the emotions will follow i know this firsthand because i've had to do this numerous times so joey how about you she took mine i know i (laughs) saw your expression when she said that she was oh my god yeah Um, you know just following god and the thing that's probably the most uh, dominant thing that stands out is doing things in excellence i think even attempting you know we can't be excellent all the time we can't be perfect but attempting to follow God's plan, his will would really, is really going to lead you to really incredible lands, territories, mm-hmm. personalities. Oh man, I've been so blessed just by trying to be excellent in God's eyes to say, God, where do you want me to do? Where do you want me to work at? Like, where do you want me to work at? And what do you want me to work on? Right. And, and that's been like leading me to all these successes in my life, you know, um, coming from like immigrant parents to not even knowing if I was going to go to college, not knowing if I was going to have a stable job, thinking that I was going to be one kid in the neighborhood, just taking that one step in excellence. God, what do you want me to do next in excellence? Mm -hmm. And that's kind of been my main focus for the last few years. And this doesn't come without preparation and hard work, Joey, because um, we've had numerous people come into my organization and I told you the test was going to be difficult. Study, study, study. And some people pass, some people don't, but you passed faster than most people do. And it's because of your diligence on doing what was necessary in order to make that happen. So we can't sit back and just expect, you can't ask and just sit back and ask God to do things without you doing your part. I believe we all have a responsibility, Mm -hmm. you know, and we need to be prepared with his word, but we also need to be prepared for whatever's going to come our way. So whatever we can do on, in our 
um, in our strength. We need to see what we can do, and we just ask God to reveal that to us, and he will be happy to do that. You know, Sue, I think when we don't prepare, that's, again, a lack of faith. Because, exactly. you know, it's like that old thing about if you pray for rain, you better get your umbrella out. Right? Exactly. You, you know, you need to believe that That's God so is going to do it. So we don't prepare because we don't really trust that what, what we're asking for and what we're hoping for is, is going to come about. Right. Yeah. Right. That is so good. Anything else you want to share? Anything else that's coming to mind right now? So I'm going to share something. This last weekend, my daughter's pregnant. I'm so excited. She's going to have a baby girl, and, and we're so excited about that. And it's just a special time for being a grandma. I mean, I'm just trying to wrap my head around that. Even though I've been praying for it for a long time, it's it's now here, and I'm so excited, and it's fun. But anyway, I went to Vegas with my daughter for a convention, and it was a you know self-development, you know better type of thing. And um, I was there, and things were happening back at the office, and there was nothing I could do because I was far, far away. But there was really nothing I could do anyway, and I have a team around me that actually took charge and took care of the situation. And that's exactly what God wanted me to see, is that I have to depend on those that I have around me, and who are those people that I can depend and trust. And during this time, we had two beds, and we we were all sleeping in the same room just to save a little money, and I just don't mind, you know, hanging out with my daughter. It's great. Anyway, so, and my son in love. I love him. Anyway, um... I had to go to the bathroom in the middle of the night and it was totally pitch black. I mean, I usually have a little light somewhere, but I didn't have one. So luckily there was nothing in my path because I could not see. And I'm using my hands because I was disoriented. So I was using my hands to get to the bathroom. And I went and I found a door. I opened the door and it was actually not the right door. It was a door where there was a guy sleeping on the couch. And I went, oh, you know, and so I shut the door really fast. And then I, you know, I kept going, but it was pitch black. I could not see anything. I did my thing, went to the restroom, and then I, I hurriedly went back to the, the bed, and I um, got into the covers, and I laid there. And right then and there, it's just the realization that it was totally pitch black. I said, God, give me eyes to see. And I was, I was talking to the spirit realm, and I was saying, God, give me eyes. I have eyes to see. Give me eyes to see. Give me um, ears to hear. And give me feet that are going to walk down the path you want me to walk down. And it was such a strength that I had right at that moment because what I had realized, and this is the message, (laughs) taking mess to message, is that I have been saying, because I have glasses that don't really, they're not the right prescription and it really is hard for me to see. I've been saying, I can't see. I just can't see. And I kept telling myself that I couldn't see. There's strength. There's power in words. We have to guard our words. We got to guard our words. And I kept saying, I can't see and I can't see and I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do. And then I realized that I was telling myself I couldn't see when really I have to believe that God gives me the eyes to see through the spirit. And so from that night, from that moment on, it broke whatever was causing me not to be able to see to where I could see clearly what God wanted me to do. I had this new, new faith, this new strength and empowerment I had knowing that I could see. And I did know what to do. And I was going to go back and make it happen. And it's God through me. It's not me. It's not within my power. It's God's power in me. But, but the message is this, is that don't tell yourself that you can't and that, you know, you're not able and that you're not worthy or whatever, because it's all lies. You can and just guard your words with everything that you have. Pay attention to what you're saying. I can see and I have, I'm going to see through God's eyes. And now I can see through God's eyes and I keep saying that. So that's the message. So we have 30 seconds before break. Um, We're going to come back after the break. I want you guys to come back. Is that okay? Can you stay? Sure. Okay. Okay. I want you back because this is really fun. 
Uh, yeah. So, wow, what a surprise. Happy birthday, Sue. I'm, I'm very excited <laughs> about birthday, that. Sue. Yeah, it's really <laughs> wonderful. And, uh, yeah, I don't know what's coming, but I have a feeling something's coming. But anyway, so we'll be back right after this brief break with Melody and Joey. Hi, this is Sue Fries, the termite lady from Ecola Termite and Pest Control. And I'm Tyson Fries, Sue's son, and also work at Ecola. I understand why Ecola is Southern California's number one alternative pest control company. As a child with asthma, my mother made it her number one priority to protect me from harmful chemicals and contaminants. I wrote a book about it called Learning to Breathe, about a love without bounds and a fight I refuse to lose. I'll always be thankful for my mom's love and strength during this struggle, which essentially saved my life. I'm proud knowing my mother and Ecola cares for our customers like my mom cared for me. As a special tribute to all the wonderful moms, now through the end of May, we are offering $100 off any termite work and $50 off pest control for new customers. Just call 877-332-BUGS for details. That's 877-332-BUGS. Or online at termitelady.com. Ecola, powerful termite and pest control. As gentle as a butterfly. Love you, Mom. A little rain, a little sun, and a house made of wood. Your house. A termite's paradise. Hi, this is Sue Fries, the owner of Ecola Termite Services. And Sue, Ecola is California's leading termite and pest control company. This time of year, termites are looking for a home, and chances are they've already moved in to your home. Give them a little rain, a little sun, and they'll start swarming and nesting, raising kids, thousands of hungry kids. Ugh! E. coli will get rid of those unwelcome house guests quickly by using effective and family-friendly methods like microwave, electric gun, and the E. coli heat process that kills termites without the move-out hassle or embarrassment of tenning. I love that. Call us at 1-877-332-BUGS, 877-332-BUGS. New customers get $100 off. E. coli. Powerful termite and pest control. As gentle as a butterfly. Ask about Ecola's lifetime renewable warranty. 1-877-332-BUGS. You're listening to The Sue Freeze Show, the pursuit of passion, purpose, and connection. And here again is Sue Freeze. Thank you so much for joining The Sue Freeze Show for the second half. And oh my gosh, this day is just full of surprises for me. And I'm just so for grateful. Uh, this is a birthday surprise for me. I've got people in here that I just love and um, kind of rely on for advice and, and guidance. Um, I have my pastor here, Mr. Buzz Enos. Ennis. Ennis. Sorry yep. about that. That's people right. massacre my name all the time. Sure. So Okay, Ennis. And he's coming all the way from the Canyon Lake area, and uh, I just love going to his church, and he feeds me. And I, I called him one day, just to give you a little background, I called him one day, and I said, I want to learn how you do what you do up there, because I'm trying to get better at, at this, because I want to speak on stage. I want to be a keynote speaker, and I want to you know, spread the word. And uh, I just love the way he tells stories, and he gets you just so engaged in emotions and life things, and I just love it. And so I said, can you help me? And he said, yes. And every once in a while, I get a phone call out of the blue from him, and I just really look forward to that. So thank you so much for being here. You came so far to just be here with me. Not a problem. Oh, my gosh. It's just, it, you just, it speaks multitudes of, of just, thank you so much, because I know you're a very busy guy. Well, I'm not as busy as everyone thinks I am, and I kind of like that. Okay. You know, because it makes people kind of go, well, let's respect his time when you and really don't good. have to respect my time at all. Okay. Well, I think we all need to respect each other and their time. I think okay. it's a good okay, thing. Sure. Okay. It's okay. We respect. Yeah. 
So, gosh, you know, I could just get off the mic now and just let you talk because I love hearing you talk about things. Yeah, and, that's and so nice of you to say. So, yeah. And I was so honored when you did call and say, uh, how do you do what you do? Right. And Because I want to learn. In regards to learn. storytelling and preaching and... Uh, yes, especially somebody who does this for a living, like you, or does this. Yeah, but you know? we have to we have to improve our our our, our skills, right? Yeah. We have to improve this because we want to be the best for God, right? We want to strive for excellence in anything and everything we do. Absolutely, and and I just want to get better every day. I want to be better today than I was yesterday. Sure, and you help me do that. Oh, so that's thank you. Very nice of you to say, and yeah. that's the goal: better. better, just better yesterday, or better today than yesterday, and yes, and we're golden. Absolutely. So you said you were talking about the way that God changes our changes lives? Changes us and changes our lives, yeah. How he works through things and how he does things. So I'm sure you could share a story or... Oh, sure. You have stories. You have so many stories and they're all so great. Yeah, you know what? Um, God, for me, um, changes my life through uh, conviction. When When I feel convicted, I know something is not settled in my spirit. Something is not right in my heart. And God in that moment won't, won't give me peace. Like, I feel like God speaks to me mostly through peace or no peace. And when I don't have peace, I know God is trying to get my attention to say, Buzz, you got to fix something about your life and you need to change this element. And I would say in many ways, I consider myself like a modern day Jesus Christ raised me from the dead because, I mean, you've seen me on Sundays and so you know me as this kind of um, energetic preacher, but I also went through a gnarly depression that lasted almost a solid three years where I just, I don't, I can maybe name three times in that three years that I remember feeling joy. And so to have come from that, I remember one time when I was in it, when I was in the depression, when I was in that ick and that sadness and that pit, I remember looking at my wife saying, if God can bring me back from this, I would feel so equipped to like be able to speak to people that are feeling this and experiencing this and going through this type of thing. And so, uh, yeah, God has changed my life through people, through encouragement, and a lot of times just through the conviction that I feel that is a red flag to let me know I got to change something about my life. And with that, thank you for being so transparent there with the depression thing, because depression is real. You know, it's not something that you can just, you know, you, you can just wake up one day and say, I don't feel depressed anymore. And you help me because I have a family member who has this issue and you help me because of something someone told you, because you should be a, you're a pastor and Mm -hmm. you felt like being a pastor, why should, you know, you should have the joy of the Lord and you shouldn't have depression. Yeah. Right. Sure. And then this, this gentleman or somebody said what to you? I remember it because I shared it. Yeah. Okay. Well, specifically, uh, I was, I was contemplating taking it antidepressants. I was like thinking, man, do I need medicine? And I was afraid of medicine because I thought I don't want just a pill to make me numb. And the, the debate for me at that point was how do I, as a preacher speak about the joy of the Lord while taking antidepressants? To me, it felt like inauthentic or, or disharmonious. And a friend of mine, he said a couple of things. The first thing he said was, um, would you take medicine if your heart didn't work? And I said, well, yeah, sure. And he goes, well, what's <laughs> the difference? He said, if your brain is not producing serotonin and it's not kickstarting the way it's supposed to for you to be able to experience joy, he said, then that's one thing. And then the second thing he said that was the ultimate freedom is he said, um, a pill won't fix anything. 
but it will give you a fighting chance to address what you have to address in your life to get better. And for me, that was the freedom that made me kind of go, okay, I just need to be given a fighting chance. So for me, I always say it was Jesus therapy and antidepressants. That was the trifecta that I needed to truly raise out of that ick and that mud and that just sadness. Yes. I I love your vulnerability on when you're up there on stage and you're giving your messages and just how you are so vulnerable and transparent. And I think that's so needed because people relate. And, And just telling that story right now, I know, listeners, that there's some of you out there that are fighting depression and that you you really are wondering what you should do. And you just heard this. And it's okay to do this. Now, it's not something you'd want to do for 10 and 15 years because you have to address whatever the issues are. Um, I remember going through a very tough time where I was in fetal position in the shower, crying out to God saying, you know, I don't know what to do. God, I just don't know what to do. And I went into a place where I had to get therapy and it was intense therapy. I thought I was going in for three days. And you guys, listeners that have listened to me for any while, any length of time, you know that I was in there 21 days. And uh, I needed that intense therapy, and God granted me that time to be able to focus on the issues that I didn't even know existed. And sometimes we need to take a step back and take a break from what's going on in our lives just so that God can work, work in us so he can work through us. And we all are created for a purpose, and God wants you to fulfill that purpose. And sometimes there might be something hindering you from being able to do that. And so whatever that is, conviction— uh, you know, how you're feeling. Emotions are a fuel gauge. They're a gauge for you to understand what's going on in your life. And so pay attention to it. You don't have to respond to it, but just pay attention to what's happening in your body. When you were saying that you felt confliction or you felt a peace or no peace. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we pay attention to it. Oh, sure. Absolutely. And I've learned I probably have 15 or 20 markers like that, that, I, that I've learned to let grab my attention. And my wife and I are speaking for this marriage retreat coming up in a couple of weeks. Oh, how and awesome. So to to give one example of one of those markers in my marriage, um, there are moments that I will find myself starting to get critical of my wife for something. I'll think, oh, I wish she would, or why doesn't she, or if only she. And I've learned that when and if that thought ever comes into my mind, I am 100% not addressing something going on inside of me. Oh my gosh, that's so good. I absolutely know it. It took me, I don't know, 20 years of marriage to learn it. Um, And, you know, earlier I would have voiced those things. Why don't you, or you know what you should, or I really wish you, and I've just finally, after 20 years of marriage, realized that if I feel that or have that thought, there's an internal conflict in me that I am trying to avoid addressing. It's like deflecting on someone else. Yeah. It's like that pointing the finger and there's three pointing back sure, at sure, you. Sure. I, that's what just visually came to mind when you said that. Yeah. Yeah, that's so good. So yeah, I have so many markers like that. There's things I do with my health, things I have that grab my attention for my parenting and my friendships and my businesses and So, yeah, it's really important to just be open to the voice of God because, yeah, okay, we know God can change our lives. Yes. And a huge part of that is our willingness to let him and to be open to how he wants to speak those messages to us. Right. And he gives us grace and we need to give others grace. Oh, sure. And there is a tattoo on your arm and there's a tear a tear in in your eye. Is there a tear or something on your arm? I do have a tear. And you're going, how does she know that? Yeah. Are you wondering that? Because you I, just got kind of shocked. Well, I did. I was like, where? Oh, where how did she know? Because I'm not looking at. I know. Like, yeah. how does she know that? Yeah. And you know how I know? Mm-mm. Your father, 
who's also a pastor. Yeah. He gave the Father's Day message, uh-huh. and he talked about your marriage. Yeah. And how it always hasn't been so easy. Sure. And he asked you the question of what the, what is that tear for? Yeah. Can you explain that to the listeners? Yeah. So my wife and I. That was just so touching to me. I just loved it. Yeah. We get these uh, <laughs> tattoos. And so we have a, ta- a star tattoo for every year of our marriage. And there was a specific year, year that was exceptionally difficult. Right. And it was it was my fault that it was an exceptionally difficult year. And so when I got that year star tattoo, I just put a little, a little tear on right. it, you know, just to say, I remember this, that was a hard year. That was a hurtful year, but we're so glad. And you know what I should have done the next year? I should have put like a big star, like next to the star to say, but this was a good year. A heart. A yes. heart would be really good. Yeah. And so. So I remember your father saying that he saw that and he asked you what that represented. Why, mm-hmm. why, why? What is that all about? What did you tell your dad? That was so touching. You know what? I don't remember what he might have said that oh, I said. So you, you can there. tell me. I'm not yeah. sure um, exactly because I might mess it up. But basically that watching your father and mother go through their trials oh, yeah. and getting through it is what oh, right. pulled you through that tough time. Oh, sure. Okay, yeah. And, and it really touched him during that time. Yeah. Yes. I think one of, one of my favorite things uh, that my wife ever said to me in marriage is when we were having a tough time, she said, if we're ever not married, it's going to be because you left. She said, I will be more stubborn to my vows than you. So if we're ever not married, it's going to be all your well, fault. Well, that's a challenge, isn't and it? And I was like, well, I'll be more stubborn than you then. <laughs> so, hey, that's thanks really so good. much. I, I, I want more here. time, so can you come back? I will. I will okay, make we're going to have Buzz we'll come back. I hope so. Because yeah. I really just thank you so much. You came so far, and I just really appreciate you coming here and, yeah. and just celebrating with me a little bit. I love it's it. It's just so special. I love that you would Facebook even Live. Have me here. Are you kidding? Anyway, I'm like, great. oh my gosh, when you walked in the door. So thank you so much. And what's the name of the church? You got to let them know and invite them all to come to church. Yeah, the Lambs Fellowship. And we're in Lake Elsinore, which is a city just by Temecula, for those of uh, you that might not know the Inland Empire anatomy. And it's yeah. a great church. It's a beautiful church. It. If you want to get married, it's an awesome place to get married. It is a beautiful, beautiful church. Yes. So thank you for coming. I've got pleasure. other guests here and I've got to get them on. So let's do it. You can hang out. We're going to move you over and move them over and, and then we can go. Okay? That'd be great. And now we have very special guests. We have Tiana and Mark Grisante and Tiana's old last name used to be freeze so she is my daughter and she surprised me uh to be on the show today i keep asking her to come on the show and and now here she is and she brought mark my son in love and i'm so excited to have them both i just it touches my heart warms my heart every time he calls me mom i just love it and now they are with baby and i'm so excited to have my first baby girl grandchild (laughs) i am so excited about it so tiana I'm so happy to have you here. What a surprise. You guys both surprised me so much. I'm thankful to so, be here. Yeah. I'm really thankful good. for my mom. Thankful she was born. Oh, gosh. So happy birthday, mom. We love Thank you. Thank you. That's so sweet. Don't make me cry. Ding. Okay. So what do we want to talk about? Um, I she, has notes. she has notes on a napkin. On a napkin, guys. Yes. It's really professional yes. here on the radio here. Um, I think one of the things I wanted to talk about is actually just finding out that I was pregnant. Um, so a little bit about Mark and I, um, I was that person who always wanted to like save myself for marriage. That was a commitment that I had made and Mark had made before we met. Um, and you, you make that, you know, commitment to God at 13 years old thinking I'll get married at like 23. So this will be fine. And then I got to be 
34 and it was like a lot longer of a journey, you know, than you had ever imagined. Um, and I would just say, you know, to anybody who is out there who is even just desiring to get married, um, one of the things that like a decision, I guess, that I made and Mark made was just to not settle um, and to really want to serve the Lord um, with our lives um, independently. And so I would say, you know, to anybody who tells us, oh, you guys are in the honeymoon phase or all of those different things. Um, I just have it in my mind that I don't think that we are. I think we just married well. Um, and I didn't look to, um, a husband to make me whole or complete me. I was already complete in Jesus. Um, and so even just, I just would say that that makes everything so much better. Um, when you can get married to somebody and know that they're running the race with you. That was part of Mark's vows, actually. Do you want to share what you said in your vows? Uh, actually, I don't remember my <laughs> vows. Remember, I, I forgot my letter, and I had to go get my brother oh my gosh, to run after that. it. I remember that. Well, Mark had said something about how a wise man once told him, um, run after Christ as, as hard as you can, and look who's beside you, and that's the person that you, you want to marry, um, rather than chasing a person um, for your happiness. So... Um, each of us waited a long time to get married. Um, and so just like a lot of other things in life, there's, there's just a, I don't know, I would say God blesses your patience and, um, those who hopefully wait upon the Lord will not be put to shame. That was a verse that got me through so many different seasons when I'm like, why am I waiting? Why am I, is there God, are you even there to even see me? Um, and so even when I found out that I was pregnant, um, you know, you hear a lot of 34 year olds who are trying to get pregnant and they just have a long, a long journey, I guess, of waiting or miscarriages and all of those things. So I think I had guarded my heart against even hoping that we would get pregnant so soon. Um, so when I took the pregnancy test, I, I already prepared my heart to not, you know, hope for this. And then when the, the second line went on the pregnancy test, I just bawled. I wasn't even prepared for that, but I just bawled and I was just thinking about the goodness of God. Um, and to somebody who like, it's not that we deserve it. It's completely by his grace. But when you, you know how good God is and how much he loves us and, um, not that we deserve any of it, but that he would be that good, um, to just trust us with a life to disciple and, uh, to raise up in him was, um, so incredible. So I found out and I told Mark a little bit later, um, and so he had asked me when I told him, um, did you find out, like, a couple days ago? Do you remember what you said then? Yeah, because, uh, so I had got Tiana a note, um, because she was coming back late from work, and then she goes into the bathroom, and then I think I hear crying, and I'm like, okay, that note wasn't that good. <laughs> He's, he's written me some really good. good yeah, notes. this one wasn't the really good ones. This one wasn't the really good one. And so this is like at 2 in the morning, so I'm exhausted. I'm waking up in a couple hours. And so I pass out again. And so when she told me and I asked, was that when you found out? She's like, yeah. So she's bawling in the bathroom. I'm deliriously sleepy. <laughs> it but it was, a, it was an awesome thing to hear um, how excited she was, how excited I was of just uh, – this blessing because it's not something where it's deserved for sure. Yeah. And I guess I would just say, you know, one of the things that 
I, my has been brought to my mind recently is just identity. Um, I've been somebody who really loves working. I really love um, making a difference in this world. Um, and Mark's been an incredible husband just through the process of, I don't know if, if anybody hasn't been pregnant before, you just feel exhausted all the time. <laughs> There's just a lot of weird things that happen. But um, one of them is just you you have to work smarter, not harder. Um, and so I think just your identity of, okay, if your identity was in your career at one point, um, and then, you know, now you're becoming a mom and, you know, you hear women who are empty nesters, um, mainly because maybe they put some of their identity in being a mom. Uh, one of the things is just knowing, like, I'm a child of God. That's my, the core of who I am in all seasons of life. And just wanting to make sure that um, when I'm sleeping and 16 hours later, I'm still laying in bed. Mark, Mark <laughs> says some really good reminders. You know, when I'm like, babe, I didn't get much done today. I just slept more. You're growing a baby. So what did everybody else do? Yeah. <laughs> He's like, I've got some good shirt designs going on. Yeah. Oh, they'll be coming out soon. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm excited about that. You're listening to the Sue Free Show on our flagship station, KKLA. Thank you so much, San Diegans, for listening. Thank you, Venturians, for listening. Thank you, Orange County, L.A. Thank you up in Santa Maria, San Luis Obispo, and across the world with the Internet, Paris, Rome, France, wherever. Just thank you so much for joining in, and uh, I really appreciate you being part of this show today. And this is really such a special, special surprise. And for those of you that don't know, uh, Tiana and Mark did decide to uh, not uh, partake in anything, in fact, not even kissing until their wedding day. And it was very special. They, they dated for three years and some and never even kissed. I kept telling them, you know, because they had some struggles in there, in their relationship, in their dating time, courting time. And I said, you guys just need to kiss. You need to kiss. There's so much in the kiss. And they didn't listen to me. And so they didn't kiss. And that wedding kiss, I mean, I have that picture and he just took her down and everybody's like, oh, my gosh, it's such an amazing kiss. And then, uh, you know, and that was in December. And now here we are uh, in August and uh, she's in her four, fourth month. Of pregnancy, so they didn't wait because they waited beforehand, and now they're ready to roll. And I'm right there with them, and I'm so excited. I already got my stroller and my, you know, I, I got everything. Um, also, my mom had a stroller before we were even married. Yes. P.S. Well, you know, I'm ready. I'm ready to be a grandma. I waited a long time for this, so I'm very excited about that. And you know, I spent this weekend. I was talking about Vegas and and uh, being dark and not being able to see the bathroom and everything, and um, how now I have eyes to see um, because I was saying the wrong things. And um, I'm just so thankful to be able to spend time with these two because to see their relationship and see how they honor and they respect and they love each other. And they've been together for, you know, three and a half, whatever, four years, whatever. Um, but just the love is so strong because they did it right. They did it right. They did it the God way. And, and for those of you that haven't, it's okay. We start fresh today. Today's a new day, a new beginning. And we just have to think about today and move forward. And we can say, I'm sorry for whatever happened before, but we just need to focus on right now, the present and the future, because that's what we have left. You know, time is very valuable. So uh, we don't have much time left. If you want to join in, you want to see, hear this podcast later, if you want to share this with other people, which I hope you do, please go to Sue Free, spelt like fries, one word, dot com, and just uh, share your experience if you have any uh, criticisms in a nice way. But if you want to tell me how we could do better, I definitely want to hear from you. And if you have prayer requests, if you need resources, I don't have all the answers, but I know people that might. So just let me know so that I can connect the dots, okay? So thank you so much for joining. And what you know, we're, we're down on time. We're, we're very short, and I would love to give you five hours so mm -hmm. what else would you like to share 
I'm so proud of both of you, by the way. I just love you so, so very much. Yeah, I, I just was uh, just thinking through of your topic of how God changes us. Okay. And I think some of the things in my life, it's number one, realizing that um, God has a purpose and a plan for you, mm-hmm. even in your failures. And so are you willing to accept that forgiveness, rely on God's promises that he's not going to leave you, um, and then actually press on. So Paul says this throughout all of his books to press on through these hindrances, distractions. And that's something that was true of me that hit me the hardest in my darkest days was to accept forgiveness and to press on. And my encouragement to anybody that's listening is to be that that person that is going to make that decision and to press on and accept the help of those around you. So if you are in pain, um, please, please remember that you have worth. God loves you. And to, as again, Paul said, to press on. Amen. Anything else? We're down to the wire. Anything else you want to say? I think the other thing is just really um, abiding in the Lord. Um, make him your home um, in anything in life. When you don't have the strength, his strength is made perfect in your weakness. It's not in your perfection. It's not in you doing everything right. It's abiding in him and ab- abide is like abode. Make God your home. Ask him. Ask him. That we started with that in the very beginning. Thank you so much for joining. Be a blessing to someone each and every day. Be the light in the darkness. God bless you. Bye-bye. It's that time of the year when bugs multiply like crazy and start looking for a home, your home. Ants, spiders, fleas, earwigs, termites, and a lot of other creepy crawly critters, even rats and other varmints. It's time to call E. coli Termite and Pest Control Services. They offer complete ecological pest control of rodents and insects. E. coli has one-time services, ongoing monthly services, their most popular and economical every-other-month service, and even quarterly service for occasional pest problems. E. coli keeps rats and mice out and eliminates insects in their nests. It's the most effective way. And their termite control is legendary. So call E. coli today for a free estimate of complete pest control at 877-332-BUGS. No more creepy-crawly critters like ants, spiders, fleas, earwigs, termites, rats, and other pests. Call them at 877-332-BUGS. 877-332-BUGS. E.C.O.L.A. Powerful pest control services as gentle as a butterfly. Ask about their two-year warranty. Call 877-332-BUGS. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never before seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.